Justin, you ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys? Hello, and welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast for friends made better friends through love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Isai. I'm Zach. And Matt isn't here, so we have a special guest, Brady Savage. Hello. And hey, Miguel, my roommate's also oh, here. Oh, Miguel's in his work clothes. He walked in because he lives at my house, too, because it's also his house. He knew it was starting, so he walked hi, in Miguel. and started. Say hi. Uh, shout out to the, uh, what's your podcast called? Genuine Wrestle, Genuine Wrestle Boys. Uh, shout out to Genuine Wrestle, Wrestle Boys. Boys. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Thanks. As good as he said it. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. We talk about wrestling here. Um, it says it in the name. What? And also, you know what else we do besides talk about wrestling? What? Listen to audiobooks. If you go to audibletrial.com slash WrestleBoysCast, <laughs> get a free trial on us. 30 days. Yeah. 30 that. days. Give us money. Help us keep this free. They keep sending these gimmicks in the mail called bills. Help us keep this free. (laughs) You said that. All right. We won't charge you for this shit. Before we get into this, Brady, give us a little little brief history of your your wrestling fandom. And your briefs. Where did it start? Do you use me undies? (laughs) I started watching it. I... I vividly remember this, but I know that it's not real. I don't know why. <laughs> Nitro, 99-ish, oh, maybe boy. 98, DDP and Scott Steiner, they kidnapped Kimberly and I would assume were sexually assaulting her. But they didn't say that. Oh, Jesus. I remember but this angle. That does sound like 90s no, wrestling. I remember, the, I remember the angle because Kim, uh, Kimberly Page at the time stopped coming. She was just like, I'm done. Yeah. But I damn. But then I watched it till 2001, and then when WCW went out of business, I just quit watching it for some reason. I don't know why. Quit watching all wrestling. I tagged in and started watching. <laughs> so I like. Then I would tune in here and there because then slowly they were getting guys that were in WCW into WWE, and then I completely quit. And then Eastside started watching it again in like 2007. The Cena era. Oh, six, because we were watching it at my house. Yeah. And I started watching again, and I almost quit again in 2010, in 2011, and then CM Punk got hot, so then I stayed. He never wasn't hot. He was going to legitimately stop watching, like, this one, the week week of the uh, pipe bomb promo. Oh, shit. And I call him, I'm like, I'm not going to watch it. Because I didn't even watch that day. You sent me a text and I had to find it I'm on like, the I'm like, this is, you need to watch. I'm not telling you what happened, but you need to watch. Oh. Yeah, okay. So who is your favorite all-time wrestler? CM Punk. Okay, me too. Um, what, what about current? Who's your favorite current wrestler right now? See, that's too hard. I was thinking about that. Go to current yesterday. WWE. In WWE? Main roster. Probably AJ Styles. Okay. NXT. Flat Earther. AJ Styles, come on our podcast. We can come here. NXT. Gotta be honest, I don't keep up on NXT very well. Oh, killing me. Um, yeah. it's the best hour of wrestling. Yeah, every week. and I should watch it, and I don't. I don't know. NXT's tough. I'm having a hard time watching some of these now. Just these. It's like the indie guys that I really liked. It's like they they're doing good stuff in NXT. 
but I don't know something about WWE's like soured beyond like getting my hopes up for these guys like doing anything of note. Like beyond NXT, right? And it almost makes me sad because I see like when NXT originally got huge, I was watching it, and like Zayn and all those like Cesaro, they all had those great matches, and they were all you know over huge, and now they're on the main roster, and it's like they're completely lost in the shuffle. I mean, I like a lot of the guys. I'm a fan of really all of them. I don't know if I could pick a favorite. But I really like Roddy. Roddy's great. I like Bobby Roode. I think it's really cool that he, like, after being somewhat irrelevant to a degree in TNA, proved that he can really do it. Um, have you heard of Beer Money? <sighs> Excuse me. <laughs> I have heard of Beer I really Money. wish they'd get back together. <laughs> I guess if I had to pick a favorite, though, I'd probably pick Gargano. All right. Thank you. The guy who beat Kevin Owens in the WrestleMania Classic. Yeah. And um, Brady, favorite theme song, Ooh. and why is it the revivals? Okay, it's not the revivals because that song sucks. Why is it the revivals? Is there theme a no song? cursing policy on this? The fuck no. Okay, we have God. we have the E. We're Biggie. Like, shout out Biggie. People keep cursing on the show. It's the fucking worst song. That <laughs> revival song is the shittiest fucking song that there is. We it go is. hard. No, it's terrible. All day, all night. Say yeah. Yeah. This theme's great. DX theme's always great. The NWO theme was great. I was listening to one. Sabu's. Sabu's theme is, that's like one of the best songs of all time. <laughs> Just songs. Yeah, in general. In general. Oh, there it is. All right. Sorry, actually, Bell's canon. Sabu's theme. <laughs> my favorite, though. Backcountry. <laughs> I forgot Back about country. this, but my favorite theme is uh, Minoru Suzuki's. Oh, yeah. Forget Ayumi Nakamura. She sings it live in one of the Wrestle Kingdoms. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Great. All right. Well, cool. Let's talk about a little bit of wrestling this week. We're going to keep it brief. Um, we're going to talk about what I like to call Nobody Likes Me, the ballad of the lone wolf, Baron Corbin. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I watched this like, during like a break at work yesterday because I was just like trying to keep caught up and yeah. I was just sitting there laughing like harder than I have in a while. It was insane. <laughs> I watched it live as it happened and I was talking to my girlfriend and I was laughing and I couldn't stop for about five minutes and she wasn't watching and I couldn't explain to her because I would just start laughing again. Yeah. And then I text the group thread for us for the podcast. Nobody had watched it yet so I'm like what the fuck and so then I'm like texting Brady have you watched it and he finally gets back to me and then we talk about it I'm just like Jesus I needed to talk because it is so ridiculous. Just tell him what happened. Baron Corbin was the Money in the Bank winner. <laughs> Big Match John and the Gingerbread Man had a match. Kicks out of the AA, which is usually a pretty big deal. Hits him with the Super AA, about to be beat. Baron comes in, big banter Baron. <laughs> Slides in, gets a DQ for no fucking reason. Is gonna leave. He's just gonna fucking leave. Then, like, waits like a minute, comes back. Waits all of his time. <laughs> waits yeah. so fucking long. Then finally, it's like, oh, no, I'm gonna cash in. Five Finger Death Punch would really want me to cash in right now. Because <laughs> I just figure he loves them. Revolver's most metal athlete. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Shout out Skullet Club. So then he cashes in, and I keep thinking, Cena's going to fuck it up, but it's not going to count as a cash in because they're not going to start the match. 
he keeps looking back at Cena to make sure he's in fucking position. And like Alvarez said, as if John fucking Cena isn't going to be in the right fucking spot for the moment. Come on. Yeah, he keeps looking back, and it's like, okay, he's going to mess him up beforehand, so it's not going to count. doesn't matter. They fucking ring the bell. And then instead of first move towards Jinder Mahal, he turns around to punch John Cena, gets rolled up by Jinder Mahal. One, two, three. Three. Ginger even botched and had his foot under the rope by about his knee length. Like, knee to his foot was under the rope. And that what, like, they, the replay they showed didn't show that. So you know that's not the point. They're just, like... There's got to be more to this. He becomes... <laughs> I hope not. The, like, third guy to ever not win. It was once John Cena against CM Punk. But this was a big rivalry and it was John Cena. The other one was Sandow. And Sandow, after this, yeah, we know after took now. a nosedive, and he only got over because he was very talented at being the Miz's stunt double. <laughs> but I just don't understand any of it. Like, well, he wasted his cash in. Um, the uh, nobody likes nobody likes Baron Corbin. The basically. dirt sheets have been reporting. It's because uh, old big banter. Uh, Getting into some Twitter feuds with people he shouldn't be. Who cares? Oh. Well, it's he was calling out like a couple wrestlers and the Nikki Bell and John Cena. You don't piss off John Cena. No, he's gonna he's gonna fight him. Because bro. the next thing you know, you're Alex Riley and you're a commentator on NXT. Um, then also when he had his promo against John Cena and John Cena verbally murdered him, and he looked like. Like definitely he would. Whatever, John. What? Shut up, John. I'm leaving. What a big <laughs> surprise. Yeah, and so it uh, looks like they've kind of gotten cold on him, and so they're. Just so like, I'm saying there has to be more to it because you couldn't have made him look yeah. any worse. I guess we'll see on Sunday at SummerSlam. He's yeah. gonna lose, and he's yeah. gonna fall. But that's down. the thing too is even if he hadn't lost the briefcase, if Cena's gonna. You know, he's doing this free agent thing. He's got to be moving to the other side, or it's pointless. He'd want him to... He's got to be strong, so it's not like he's just going to drop one to Nakamura than drop one to Corbin immediately. No. Because no, he's got to go over there and call out Roman Reigns. And get his win... Like, he's going to get the win back in a big match. Exactly. And so... So he's... he's we'll, we'll see in a couple weeks how it is. Yeah. If he is soon losing to the likes of, let's say, a Sami Zayn again, or a Ty Dillinger, or not even booked, like yeah. Dolph Ziggler... Then, well, yeah, we'll I see. hope they beat him in like five minutes. Also, don't talk shit to Dave Meltzer. <laughs> um, all right. So also interesting that John Cena has been involved in all three failed cash ins. That is very true. Yeah, because he failed the cash in, and then uh, Sandow failed the cash in on him, and then this, like he was involved. So oh yeah, the fuck, it was this the they did like that one match. On Raw with CM Punk, the fucking Big Show came and just fucking ruined everything. What was that? Remember the cash in when Punk was doing his heel run, and Cena had the Money in the Bank briefcase, and the Big Show came. The Big Show fucking showed up. That yeah, just because it was real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish I had like watched, you know, that CM Punk era of wrestling I missed. Before I came back, and then sometimes like, nah, I'm good. You missed some real good <laughs> stuff. Was, I've, I've gone back and watched all that. Yeah, <laughs> gotta be in the moment. At least yeah. like one guarantee. The promos were as Matt Hardy version one's theme when you live in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pointless reference. Why? This is what this is about, Brady. Yeah. Strap in. It's getting worse. <laughs> this entire podcast. Is it's kind gonna of get weird. References. 
Wait till we talk about Kyle O'Reilly, Rilo Cali, more adventurous. Shout out Jenny Lewis. Um, what? What? Uh, we'll we'll kind of recap Raw and everything a little oh, bit, okay. real fast. Okay, do it. Um, Raw was a show. It happened. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a fine take on like Finn, go home. show. It was just a go home show. Finn Balor got pig's blood on him or something. Covered in paint. Yeah. Oh, and then just he, paint. And then he was like, Bray Wyatt has Bray Wyatt has his demons. Well, I have mine too. And then they showed a fucking like ad like. The demon Finn Balor, just letting you know. It's It's weird that they... I wish they weren't promoting it. I wish it was a surprise, even though we all knew it was The fact that he said, I have my demons of my own is enough. You don't have to be like, oh, the demon Finn Balor's coming out. At least they're not calling him the demon king. True. Oh, yeah! Forgot about that. They said that like 50 times in like one segment. And there's a couple times when I forgot which announcer it was, but one of them, like the... Whatever their accent is or the way they said it, it made it sound like the demon Kane every single time. <laughs> well, Kane's no longer there, so you can just call him the demon because that's when Kane was going by the demon Kane because he also was corporate Kane, yeah. which is my favorite Kane. That corporate and con- Kane. That and concessions Kane. Hell yeah. Because that was a good Sell, Sound some peanuts. I like Yankum Kane. Oh, Isaac Yankum DDS. What about seven foot dick Kane? Oh, that is a story for another time. <laughs> Do you guys know about that one? I do no. not know about that one. Okay, long story short, um, he's got a good hog. Well, Vince McMahon for some reason had this in his head. This is around, I think, the See No Evil era. This is another man coming up with a gimmick for another man involving his dick being seven feet long. It was gonna be that he has a seven foot hog. Just a Hi. real long rig yeah. for no reason. <laughs> How would I you mean, hide it? Well, the that and his dick's big. It was all for no reason. Yeah. Like, it just, just didn't make any Kane sense. And... Man, Kane's Kane doing a um, lot of stuff. Let's see, Sasha Banks is going to go against Alexa Bliss. Hell yes. Um, Alexa Bliss was sitting in what they said was a throne, but it looked like a lifeguard. Yeah, it was a lifeguard chair. It was a fucking lifeguard. fucking silver. <laughs> it was so sick. Also, she's so tiny that the lifeguard chair looked gigantic. Yeah. yeah. Like, it looked like a little kid They just in, like, couldn't get, like, chair. a fucking throne or something. Like an actual, just like shitty. No, they throat. probably had that in the back next to the Shark Tank. I was probably just at the music. arena for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> What's their obsession with shark cage matches now? I think that they uh, they bought one at, at Zerchers. <laughs> I think actually it's a rib on Enzo because so I think he's probably afraid of heights. Yeah, that's. But they did I the same thing to Jericho. Yeah, but that actually serves storyline. They've had well. three in oh. here. Yeah, because they did one in NXT as well. Oh. Paul Ellering for no reason. What a joke! But yeah. it, it's it's an old wrestling trope, though. Yeah, I mean the yeah the Jericho one made sense, like and it was funny because Jericho can make that funny. But yeah. this is so pointless. Yeah, like, it's just Enzo isn't a threat. Like the gimmick of the match should be that he's forced to be in the match because he's gonna get hurt more. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean he is Smack Talker Skywalker, so he can talk a lot. Yeah, that's true. But I mean it is what it is. Um, yeah. the tag team. Uh, Tag team titles, the Shield reunited. That was emotional, kinda. I really like it. They I every the, single time just refer to them as two thirds of the Shield. Like that's their team official team name. I mean, it, it was like they did it pretty cool. Like it seemed a lot, a lot better than just a hey, we're friends again. Like they're like, I don't fucking trust you. Are we gonna? Yeah. Are we gonna do? Are we, we gonna, gonna do? Are we gonna do the fist bump? Like that watched, was the most sexual like, tension that's ever been in a wrestling <laughs> segment. It was, it was like in like a no. seventh grader. I got like. At the end of a night on a date, like like your first date, and you're like you're gonna go in for the kiss, and like you, uh, then she goes in, and you go in, and you're like, uh, and then, then finally you, like you just like bump, bump nose. <laughs> that would have been the best swerve if 
they like kept just teasing like are we gonna do the fist bump and then they just fucking kissed <laughs> that'd be great and, and then like everybody's like uh this wasn't on the sheet and then Eric Bischoff in a mask comes out and marries them <laughs> this has to, been going on for I'd too long to, about have, three minutes too long then I'd have to but tell then nobody to stop, come out R.I.P. then I'd have to tell him to stop reading my fan fiction oh Jesus like I forgot, I was listening to, like, some wrestling podcast, I don't remember which one, because I listened to way too many, but they said, like, whoever wrote this segment just got on Tumblr and looked up the, like, Ambrolins tag <laughs> on on Tumblr, and that's how they wrote this whole build. But I think it'll be cool for them to win the titles, and yeah. they can, hopefully, Ambrose turns on Seth, like I talked about last week, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah heel run that should have happened like well over Four a year years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's I that's the only way I'm like interested in Dean that much anymore. Like occasionally he puts on really solid matches. You can tell he's a little bit more invested in this feud just because he's trying harder. His boyfriend's in it. <laughs> See this goes back to the thing I was saying about indie guys going to WWE. It's like you I mean you showed me all those ones too. I mean I knew the promos he cut on the indies uh, Dean Ambrose, but the ones, some of those ones, like the HWA ones, oh, some yeah. of those CZW ones are so great. And their idea of him cutting promos on WWE television <laughs> was standing in the <laughs> ring Whatever, while man. the cage lowered yeah. with that stupid music in the background. <laughs> Whose idea was that? That it's is so wacky. stupid. Whatever, man. Just whatever, man. Just Trash. like I'm, I'm loose cannon. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm Brian Pillman. <laughs> He's Brian Pillman, but like that, obviously lives in the suburbs uh, outside of. Hi, I'm Brian Pillman. I'm crazy. <laughs> All right. Um, sorry, Jesus, about that. what the hell happened? Uh, I don't know. I got a cold. Um, what else happened on? Uh, it's uh, chemtrails. Uh, <laughs> What else happened on Raw, guys? Who else had enjoyed three hours of wrestling? Oh, I, I did just not watched, watch all three I hours. watched a 30 minute recap. I did too. I, I had too much wrestling to watch to watch all of Raw. Um, the final segment I thought was really cool. It was the four way, um, Fatal Four Way main event, guys. Um, they had a bunch of geeks surrounding the ring. Uh, Paul Heyman comes out and just destroys everybody on the mic because that's what he does. Yep. Um, then they had a brawl. Uh, Samoa Joe came out, talked shit, got speared. Braun Strowman fucking slammed Roman, and then Braun and Brock faced off and just beat up a bunch of geeks and fought each other. And I love it when people, um, when they beat up geeks, because there was this fucking blonde guy that was there. He took a punch, that where the, the, the force was going down, he jumped over the top rope. Like, it was so much downward force, it's it like, made him pop up and go it's over. like the rock selling the stunner. It was the bump of the, the week. So yeah. Oh, that, um, sorry, go ahead. Well, you go. I was going to say, a pretty huge thing on Raw that I totally forgot about until just now, Akira Tozawa won the Cruiserweight title. That actually was a good match. Yeah, and it was a really good match. And like, the people popped for it because nobody was expecting it, and people love seeing title changes. Hopefully this means good, thing for, good things for Tozawa because the dude's super talented. Yeah. I really like him. and I love that uh, senton. I also just I wish they would do more with the Cruiserweight to make him seem important. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I think that Neville has done literally everything he can to elevate that belt. And yeah, like, and I think Tozawa, like even though this is gonna be real weird to say, having him in Titus worldwide has gotten him to like another level. Cause and he, Titus is doing a good fucking job as a manager. He needs to stay out of the fucking ring. Yeah, and so him as a manager, that's fine. He's like Ted DiBiase, like similar to Ted DiBiase. Except Ted like, DiBiase was good. <laughs> yeah, but like I'm saying, like just the transition now, where like, like. 
you know, not as good in the ring, obviously, as Ted DiBiase, but then, like, switching to a manager is just, like, the perfect thing for him yeah, right now. Yeah, like, that's, that's true, because there's a legion of uh, wrestlers now in the independents on shoot interviews talking how a certain guy used to just concuss them so much, and it's Titus O'Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, I want good things for the dude. Like, he's a really good dude in real life, it seems. Like, he wins every humanitarian award in the K- world and Kisses stuff, his son on the mouth. Kisses his son right on the mouth. Kisses his dad square on the lips? Yeah. Yeah, nice. it was real weird. And he also lost on, like, Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> After winning oh, Father shit. of the Year. A literal Father of the Year award, and then he lost. And then <laughs> on Father's he, Day. Let's get After- some more heat. After kissing his son on the mouth. It's like the mo- ultimate version of losing in your hometown. Did you Rusev like say something to his kid too? Yeah. When he like, this is your dad, look at your dad, he kicks his ass. What the hell would they do? And his sons are actually pissed. That's going to really get Titus over. I know what will get him to the next level. Let's beat the shit out of him in yeah. front of his son. <laughs> it's oh. nice to see him finally out of the fucking doghouse for touching Vince like a year and a half. I was there ago. for that. Oh, yeah. I saw it yeah. live. Really? Yeah, it was really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> All right, SmackDown Live happened. Um, I, I'm aside I'm, from the main event. I'm real flippy floppy with uh with the New Day and the Usos. I'm back. I'm back with the New Day. New Day's fine. Yeah, they're uh, better. They're better wrestlers, and their promos this week were just great. Jeez. Like who won? Or are you just like who your I favorite? I flip. I flip back and forth a lot because when they did the rap battle, the Usos fucking. Killed it, and then the past two weeks, the Usos have just been like shown that they're not as good as. Wrestling. Yeah, but they've been down since day one ish. Yeah, is H ish, ish. Um, but yeah, uh, the New Day rocks. Um, I thought the first segment with Jinder Mahal was really funny because people were just booing the poor fucking dancers and the lady singing the national God, anthem. That was so brutal. Just like <laughs> yeah, I, I, I poor lady. It. Yeah. Also, Nakamura can fucking cut a better promo using like not the best English in like one sentence, like way better than like the entire roster. Yeah, Yeah. it was so effective and good. Like, just like it's India. Today is you know India Independence Day. We have a holiday in Japan in a couple days, and then on Sunday, I'm taking that belt, and that's all he had to say. (laughs) And like just the way he like his mangers and everything, he is a cut above most people there. Yeah, he not did named some, AG Styles. He did some really strange hand things that I was really into at, towards Ginger. Like really for like twenty seconds straight, he was just doing his weird like he was doing semi semi crotch chop witchcraft thing. <laughs> just just at Ginger for like twenty. I, I love seconds. when he just struts in there, and says I'm gonna beat you, and then just like struts out, and everybody's just like. The Singh brothers in general are just like, what? I'm, they're all pissed. Like, fuck this. This is dumb. And it's like, yeah, later, guys. I'm way, I'm way above this shit. Yeah. So done with Jinder Mahal. I think yeah. I, I was done with Jinder the moment he won the title. Yeah. But he is getting a little bit better. Yeah. Like, but he, he is, still but doesn't feel like he should be a champion. Like, yeah. I feel like he shouldn't this, be a little bit better and have a belt. Yeah. I feel like this is the time to like well, bring him. He can him, have a belt. What he needs to keep his pants up, but not a title. <laughs> like bring him down for a while in the card, but like keep having him work and keep getting better because he is getting better. And then like maybe in a couple of years he'll be at the level where, you know, he should be now to hold a title like this. But. Yeah. Yeah. And then I thought uh, the AJ Kevin Shane segment was fine. 
Um, it's kind of a rehash of last week. Yeah, I, I like that they're at least showing that like there can be tension between people and everything. I wish it wasn't just all built around Shane McMahon. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, it's a little weird. Yeah. I'm like, I'm instantly not as into a match that Shane's involved in if I know he's there's like no chance he's gonna do a Van Terminator in it. Well, he probably will because he said if so, like I think he told AJ, you know, if I get hit, then I'm gonna hit you. It's like, no, well, you're the ref. Shouldn't you actually disqualify him? You're going against the rule book. They I guess publish the like, rule book. He does like he's the ref. He can decide to bring out that trash can. Oh, it could be like PWG where the the refs can just kind of be like, oh, I guess we're not gonna call this. Fucking Justin. <laughs> this show's gonna be so fucking long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah six and a half hours oh of wrestling. Twelve matches on the card. Yeah, um, we'll get there. And then. Um, yeah, then there was the women's match. Mm-hmm. Natalia versus Becky Lynch was fine. Good mm-hmm. match. Natalia needed to win. Uh, I still don't understand why like they have to always bring like the champion out. Like how can she just like they can't just have a regular match? Yeah, she was just sitting on the side. Yeah, had to come and show him up. Real heel move, Naomi. Mm-hmm. Real heel move. <laughs> yeah. I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling no damn glow. Done with Naomi too. <laughs> uh, I'm a giant heart mark, so I kind of want Natalia to win. Uh, I'm I'm a big Naomi mark, but I, and apparently the weirdest rumor I've ever heard is that you know they're going to extend her title reign because Mattel dropped the ball on the toy line with her with the belt. Oh gee, what they do? They like it's like the, the production of it got delayed, and so it's not going to be out for another like month. And there's like a lot of rumors coming that they're going to extend it to make sure that. So she has the title when it's released. Yes, because they're coming out with a glowing belt, well, like oh, gotta sell toys. toy line. Gotta and sell toys. So oh. apparently that's like I'm a big but, fan of Naomi, but that's not a fucking reason but to extend also, the title reign. They also made a bunch of NXT, an NXT line, and Bailey's in it. Oh yeah, like so, and like, so is Seth Rollins with the half and half hair. So that well, no, doesn't make sense. It does because it's just like these people were in NXT. It was like Seth Rollins when he was in NXT. Yeah, Bailey oh, okay, it's like okay. a throwback line, but okay. this is like specifically so with, the and glowing, with the suspenders, the glowing belt in it okay. and stuff. And all right, with the suspenders, yeah, who gives a shit. Uh, the fedora and the suspenders made that man. That's horrendous. <laughs> all right. Um, on to the next. Uh, we're done with SmackDown? Yeah. Then the main event happened. We still got uh, RKO'd out of nowhere. Um, Chad Gable's real good. Yeah. yeah. He's a good wrestler. Yeah. Good thing he didn't get killed by the sun gimmick. He's a good hand. I'm really glad now, in retrospect, when they did that big reveal and it was Jason Jordan, I was like, man, that should have been Gable's spot now. Especially because I mean, there's two God. wrestlers and like, that would have been cool. And he does more of Angle's moves than... Jason Jordan does. They might it might be a swerve soul eventually. You never know. Like, oh, it's like, seems oh, like we fucked up the way. test. It's no the other more illegitimate children. <laughs> There's only one way to save that guy, it's and it's to turn fake. heel. Yeah, it's yeah. the only way. Have him turn on. He's Kurt. done. He's dead in the water. He's screwed. If he just angle slams Kurt out of nowhere, it'd make it worth it that he hasn't done any of Angle's moves up to this point as his son. The only thing he does is and, take his straps down and go. Bleh. Yeah, or like. Yeah, Chad Gable is like doing ankle locks and like other like of like Kurt's moves. Also, like, is an Olympic wrestler and is also an <laughs> Olympic wrestler. That's so weird. So, All right, well, let's go. There were there was a report. This is just some news in wrestling. Um, our boy Daniel Bryan 
um, ever since he was retired, has been going into the hyperbolic time chamber he's and doing training. A fucking Goku, yeah, like, in that space he's, capsule. He's training with Vegeta and Trunks, and just trying to get, just be ready for the next battle. I think from the moment they told him no, he was like, "My contract ends this date. I will be wrestling on this date." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like with you when you wanted to go to that Bury Your Dead show. Exactly. <laughs> I fucking went. <laughs> we did go. Um, I'm pretty sure that uh, he will wrestle again. Yeah. Uh, as long as he's cleared. He's yeah. Not, he's not a dumb person. If he does get some tests back and it shows like some bad stuff, he won't like go against it. But if he gets cleared by enough doctors, he's going to go. And if New Japan is super hot, fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, I heard someone talking about how, like, imagine, like, if and when... Kenny decides to come, you know, go elsewhere. Who, who replaces him but heal Daniel Bryan, like, debuting in Japan. Nobody like, would want to cheer against him. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's already what Bullet Club is now anyways. And LIJ is, you know, also a heel stable technically and is also the mo- like, most cheered right there at Bullet Club. So. It is disappointing, though, that Shibata is no longer wrestling because that was the match. He is trying to make a comeback, though. Well, there you go. You could have two guys that are trying not to die fight each other. Yeah. It's like, okay, no head strikes. Yeah, yeah. don't headbutt Well, him. there goes 90% of both of their arguments. <laughs> <laughs> they can both do, like, solid, like, technical wrestling. And I feel like if um, Daniel Bryan does wrestle again, he's going to probably go to a lot more just, like, technical wrestling. And his, his bear style that he... His bear style that he showed on Total Bellas. Yeah. <laughs> It's really, it's that could be really great. That and could be then the next also, thing. he was saying on an interview he wants to go do lucha. Yeah, see have, him, have him show up on a fucking Friday night Arena Mexico show. That'd be sick. That'd yeah. be awesome. Um, yeah, well, that's Debray. Hope, hope everything. Well, made man, well Debray. Um, um, I did love how much he geeked out over the Usos on SmackDown. It's a callback to Talking Smack, and the, also the, the JBL and light guy. He's just like, God, the those guys, guys are so cool. I can be cool. He's like the nerdy dad. It's like, hey, guys, I'm cool, too. I got to say that that is like, as much as some of these shows bore me to death, every time anything involves Debray, yep. he He's clearly great. Great. does not give a fuck. No. And it's no. awesome. And you can it makes tell it that so much more entertaining. You can tell that, like, they're not going to say shit to him because all they want is to keep him around, like, because he's so much money for them. And, like, they don't want him to, like... You know, going home and sitting out his contract, they want him on TV. They're going to so, get their damn money's worth. So they are, like, going to let him do whatever he wants. Like, Third most over guy on the show. Maybe second. Who's the number one? No, that's true. There's probably more now. AJ Shinsuke depends on Cena. And then... Cena Debray equal. Yeah. But for a guy who hasn't wrestled in, like, two years... Yeah. That says a lot about your roster. Yeah. Then Aiden English right there. Right underneath... I love Aiden English. I really do too. <laughs> I liked him until like, he beat Dillinger like, clean. I like his gimmick. That's the thing. I love his pants. He, he pulls it off well. Better than Elias. Eli. Yeah, that's what's going on here. We got two singers. Yeah. Opposite shows here. Hell Isn't Jared. there another one that's the same? Isn't there like another gimmick that's like the same on both sides? Mm, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff oh. Jarrett. No, I mean, like, two wrestlers, one on Raw and one on SmackDown, but they're basically doing I mean, the same Miz and Maurice and, um... Mike and Maria? Mike and Maria. Are, yeah, but Mike and, and Maria... They're, they're different, but ...are not similar. even on the show. Another True. weird dirt sheet report, this is an unconfirmed rumor, is that 
when Mike Bennett came in, they said they were like they're disappointed with how he looked, and so that's why he got the. Like, he looks like fine. Like he's like not the biggest dude. He's not like just put Baron Corbin is like a fucking <laughs> water balloon out there with a, <laughs> with the weirdest tummy. Like that's so he sad. took his fucking shirt off on TV for the first time in like a year, and I wanted to throw up <laughs> looking at his belly. Button. His his stomach his stomach just looks real sad. He used to be like what like. 310? Yeah, I mean, he, he was a big yeah. boy. Well, he was like a lineman in football. Right. Yeah, so he's it makes an sense. offensive line. Like, it does. is. Oh, my God. It just makes me uncomfortable to see his belly button. <laughs> it's just, also, I think it's just his cockiness that does it, too. Like, he walks around like he owns the fucking place. Yeah. Like, it's a solid gimmick because he literally, like, in the NFL, he had a reputation for, like, getting in fights and practice. Being and a like shit that. king, if you will. And, yeah. So that's a fine gimmick if you're going to come over and not be that way. Like... In the locker room, but apparently he is that way in the locker room, and that makes like any smart fan like just hate him. Like his gimmick is real life, and it's not a good real life gimmick. To he's have. trash. Yeah, he's a overrated dumpster fire. And how? Oh, also one of the other reasons why I think he got heat is because somebody he replied back that was a fan. Um, was a member of the armed services that actually met Vince McMahon on one of their oh on shit tours, and he's like, "What have you done? You've done nothing with your life." And he's like, "Well, your boss actually disagrees with me." Posted a picture. And he's like, "My bad, man. You good?" <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I think that also probably had played a part. But uh, enough with the skinny, fat, <laughs> overrated dumpster fire. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about this weekend. This um, weekend. Let's oh go my god, to, there's so much wrestling this weekend. Uh, Saturday night. NXT TakeOver. Real excited for it. We got, let's see, let's just go down the Masters and talk about them. Okay. We got Bobby Roode versus Drew McIntyre. Go the other way. Go the other way, because yeah, that's what the main event. Yeah, what are you event. doing? That is? Yeah. Well, oh, I, ho- I really hope Asuka and Ember Moon is actually the main okay. event. Okay. It, it'll be that. But it'll we be got that. It Gar- should be, to be honest. Johnny Gargano Ember Moon versus... Promos. Garbage. Yeah, they are. We got Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Almas. That'll be a really good match because both of them are really good. And Almas finally has like found his footing mm-hmm. after pretty much being told when he got to NXT, don't do anything that got you over in like CMLL in New Japan. Former leader of LIJ. And... and like he was so good. And they're like, change your whole style. It's like, why did you sign this fucking guy? Do yeah. you want to change yeah. his whole style? And they basically they, just put him in shiny fedoras for a while. And, and suspenders. Don't forget yeah, that. Yeah, oh, and suspenders. That was the first NXT like card I ever watched was his debut, and he came out with wearing like shiny suspenders and like a fedora and fought Ty Dillinger and lost. <laughs> oh, he beat him. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah that's what got him the heat. That's like where it started. Yeah, that's okay. what started. It's just real bad I don't footing. think people would have really hated him if that hadn't been the first match. If they had him against anybody else, yeah. it would have been and fine. People would probably be like, oh, this guy's good. It's just like the Debray spot. When people would beat Debray and they would just ruin their careers. Yeah, yeah Roman Reigns is still suffering from yeah. that. Yeah. Jesus. And he debuted on a takeover doing that too. It yeah. just like a weekly TV. So, but uh, that'll be a really good match on Gargano's kind of, it's going to be the start of his singles career and he's like one of the favorites in NXT. Real good wrestler. I think it'll be good. It'll be a hot opener. Hmm? Real hot opener. Hot. We got Alistair Black versus Hideo Itami um, with Alistair Black's entrance coming out. Possibly. not Possibly rumored. Um, Code Orange being the backing band and Brendan Kelly. Is that what I'm saying? No, I don't know. I don't know. That's a different name. Brendan from Incendiary. 
uh, being the, uh, the the rock and roll playing yeller. A, playing this song. So that'll be that'll a good be match, too. I think, especially in front of a crowd like that, mm-hmm. um, it'll be fun. And Hideo can actually kind of get his kicks in and, like, hit him. Yeah. Without having to worry about, like, them being, like, an NXT, like, performance center guy. It's a guy that actually was a kickboxer. It'll be a fun match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alistair Black's going to win, though. Yeah. Lots of kick in, and then Alistair Black's going to win. Has to. Yeah. Yeah, he's they're, still undefeated. They're like, building they him up really big, and there's no reason for him to lose at all. I, for a while. I want him to just stay undefeated in NXT, never even get the belt and go to the main roster. Like, <laughs> just like not care about the belt. So I have a question. Um, does he feel different to you guys than other wrestlers in NXT right now? Yes. Brady. He's protected, so he has to. Well, besides that, just like his entrance and uh, just the way like he carries. Oh yeah, himself. the whole like the flip over the rope and the sit down thing. The music's really good too. It's and it's the tattoos and all of it. It's just like this whole presentation. He just feels like a superstar. And it's like and the not cool just, guy. This is Jim Smith. This guy. Right. It's like the thing with Punk is like he was the cool guy, but they wouldn't fully get behind him. But this is like that guy that fits the alternative that they're completely behind. Because he's a Triple H guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Triple H doesn't want to bury him. Again, so hopefully he doesn't go up to the main roster for a while. Hopefully they keep some of these guys in NXT purgatory until, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Until Vince dies. Ha! Oh. I d- oh, that, that's real. Guys, that's real bad. No, it's for real, though. <laughs> Um, next match, Authors of Pain versus Sanity. Um, Some big boys. Are they, are the Authors of Pain good guys now? Uh, they're just kind of, like, these are just two teams. They haven't really established who's a good guy or bad guy. They write pain, though, so. But they fucking handcuffed Akam or Razor. don't know which one's which still. Also, yeah, I don't either. Uh, I had this figured out a week ago. Also, horrible forgotten. names. Horrible names. Yeah. But they hand raiser. Shout out Teenage Mutant well, Ninja Turtles two. It's a names. really you know really fun plan words for Occam's Razor. Do you think that yeah. a guy that was named Terra Ryzen would stay away from names like this? You would think so, but, but he here we are. <laughs> um, they did zip time to a thing and beat the shit out of his friend in front of him. Mm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's a pretty bad guy thing to do. But I think. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they, um, if the authors of pain win, they will, and then Sanity gets moved up to the main roster because that that act I think is was built for the main roster and they're just kind of like testing the waters. And they need tag teams. And they need fucking tag teams and women's talent too. And women's the awesome yes, and she's really mm-hmm. good. She's Big very as, is fucking insane. As Granny from what's the, what's the one said, move, Derek, before you swing Fisherman's devil. Neckbreaker. So the one name, one the move. Best you move. Know. It's okay. Um, it's, yeah, so it's okay move. It's fun to watch. Then we got um, Asuka versus Ember Moon. Um, it'll be a good match because Asuka and Ember Moon are both really good in the ring. Asuka mm-hmm. is like one of the best people they have just on the roster in general. Mm-hmm. She carries herself like a star. She seems like a star. Just past 500 straight days holding that title. Ember Moon, if you keep her away from the mic, is real good. Yeah. And then she gets on the mic and it's like she's legitimately reading off of a script yeah. and like holding it in front of her. The Empress of Tomorrow will be defeated by... Flips page. Ember Moon! You did like, say that more naturally than someone reading. Shit. <laughs> and, like, the thing with her, too, is they, like, 
keep like towing the line on what her character is like is she spooky and supernatural or is she just like an every like an every woman like they've gone back and forth with both and they like have her not wear the contacts in some days and wear them some days and like what is she i just i she just shouldn't be like first off the verbiage they give her is real dumb and i don't think that helps she could probably talk a lot better if they just didn't hand her a script and say memorize this yeah, yeah. um She's great in the ring. That's what kind of, like, it sucks. If there's any time for Asuka to lose, it's now, but she shouldn't lose. I think that she should never lose and just give up the title. They should wait until the Mae Young Classic's over and have the winner of that come and challenge her. I was kind of thinking about that yesterday, actually. Do you think the plan at this point now is... Because she's cheated, right? I haven't been paying attention. She's cheated to beat everyone, She kind of cheated the the first match, yes. So, Mm. what if she just cheats again and then just eventually gives up the belt because don't they like the Shayna Baszler chicks that her name yes she is friends with Nikki Bella as well as the four horse so why don't they just have her give up the belt and then they just say the winner of this tournament is going to get the title or a title shot or be in a match to fight for the I think title. if they did the, they were going to kind of have the whoever won the Mayan Classic come and fight for the title needs to be the winner and then they drop it because then automatically somebody new is just automatically elevated mm, it right. should be uh, Carrie Sane because she's real good yeah, well, and then that was the point, too. It's like you always want to put somebody over if you're going to leave. Yeah. So in this case, she could just give it up, and then the person that's going to get put over and become a star is going to be the winner of that tournament. Yeah, and automatically he's like, oh, fuck, this person's awesome. Yeah. And maybe they don't want to put Ember Moon on TV if she's going to do promos like she's reading a script. Yeah. Even though they kind of like that. Yeah, but th- this is real bad. Is yeah, there, I haven't even real bad. I haven't like, seen And it sucks because I really like her. And in the ring, she's so good. And she has the, like... My favorite finishing move, like that I've seen in a long the eclipse, the eclipse, like top rope, like flip, tilt away into a stone cold stunner, like <clears throat> that's the most bomb as hell thing. I've used seen. to call the O face. Yeah, that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then the final match, maybe of the night, the fucking vent versus Drew McIntyre. Any relation to Joey McIntyre? No. Okay. He- um, he was never a new kid on the block. Okay. Just wondering. That went right over my head. I mean, he kind of was when he first came up to the main roster. He's yeah. the chosen one. Um, it'll be a good match because Drew McIntyre is really, really good. He, like, the transformation he's gone through since leaving, like, with his first, like after his first run, is incredible. Like, he looks just, like... Like so, like a thousand percent more shredded, and he's a better worker. He's a better talker. Like everything. Also, um, Bobby Roode is just carries himself like a champion. Mm-hmm. So it'll be good. And I think this is probably finally time to beat him. This is kind of their WrestleMania for NXT. It's like their time to kind of set stuff in motion. Yeah. And Bobby Roode needs to get up to the main yeah. roster because motherfucker, like, is. But he's got. Doesn't he have a built-in thing with Roddy at this point, though? They all like they have a built-in thing with Roddy, but like I think that if they were to be smart, and this was something I think we discussed on last week's podcast, was there is rumors of an ROH stable. Oh, we talked about it in texting over oh. last week. Yeah, because so. uh, um, Adam Cole has signed. Baby, baby. Adam Cole, baby, baby. Um, Kyle O'Reilly, shut up, Oster, really and Kyle-ish. Bobby Fish. All his baby faces. Have him be heels, because McIntyre's a baby face. Then they put all this... Oh, wait, wait, wait. So you're saying you're saying Fish and O'Reilly, Cole, and, and Strong. And Roddy. 
So, but what about all this work they put into making Roddy the best baby face on the roster? That's what makes the the heel turn. Because then it, that's what will kind of sink the knife in. Because like he couldn't get it done as his baby face, but now he's bringing his buddies in, um, and they're gonna go and fuck shit up. Yeah, that's fine. I think that'd be fun. And also, if that doesn't happen, Adam Cole will definitely be the guy sitting in the crowd. And I hope they call him by his real name because it'll be real funny. Oh my god, if they call him Austin Jenkins, <laughs> it's Austin Jenkins. Baby. <laughs> Austin Jenkins, baby. That'll be real Is funny. he keeping the name? I know? hope so. I think better. he's well, they way kept too Tyler, recognizable. They kept Tyler Riley and Bobby Fish. They were, didn't keep Tommy in, though. That's a good name. Yeah, but Alistair Black really I, works well. Yeah, they, they're so also, flippy floppy. Alistair like, Black is a better WWE. Also, he, he is also still has his personal brand the um, that he sells merch through, and none of the merch there has his name on it, but I think that's partially why he went with a different name but too. it's it's they've been really flippy like on that so we'll see but I just uh, yeah it's his own no well it's because he already had a WWE name before yeah not a good reason <laughs> um alright now let's switch to smack it down the SummerSlam SummerSlam the SummerFest I'm bad at this, this. Jeremy Piven uh SummerSlam oh, so God. um Akira Tozawa versus Neville it's a fun match. I'll be on the pre-show. It'll be people walking in. Nobody will care. But I think, Tazawa, I think Tazawa will keep it because it would be real dumb if they took it off of him six days later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Does anybody else want to jump in on that at all? I don't know. No, that, like, no I think you got it. Like, no, there's going to be a lot to talk Neville, about. <laughs> okay. Neville has fucking done everything he can with that belt. Time for him to move on and elevate a different... Person in a or just go back to like being on like just raw, or just move up to the main roster and legitimize. He gained like, two pounds and now he's two hundred and seven pounds. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. If I were a wrestler in NXT, I Put would be doing anything I can to be over two hundred five. Like anything, and I would be out of shape if I it meant that existing. I wasn't a cruiserweight. Yeah, just be like Roddy. The thing's like two twelve. It's like, dude, eat like a oh, little yeah. bit more pizza. Yeah. Unless you're fucking Finn Balor, 190. Well, yeah, but it's because he's he's special. Yeah, he's a fucking star. Lucky bastard. (laughs) Oh, those abs. Mm, That division is 14 of them. Death sentence. (gasps) Um, We got The New Day, Xavier Woods and Kofi versus. I thought it was Xavier Woods and Big E. No, Xavier Woods and Kofi. No, it says on here. Oh, Big E, I read it wrong. Yep. I'm really bad at this today, sorry. I did jank him. Um, Big E and Xavier Woods uh, against the Usos. Uh, like, I'm pretty torn on this. Like, I could see it either way. I think that New Day is gonna retain, just because they're yeah, like they're just such like I don't know. They're still so over. Like, and the Usos are great, but they had a really good run. Like, yeah. And, well, uh, and the New Day has kicked the shit out of them too. Well, also, around. what else can the Usos do? Like, who else are they going to feud with? Like, if they got the titles, they beat everybody else in the division. So. Scary for them, though, because... What else are they going to do? Yeah. Fight get Breezango the, for fun? Get the Ascension back uh, into the ring somehow? Fuck. I would actually love it if they got back into the ring, but were their, you know, fashion peaks, fashion files, Files, like, version of them, but, like, still had the same, like, fucking entrance shit, uh, but then they get in the ring and just be, like, get in the ring and just be, like, goofy as shit. Like, I'd actually be into that, but... Yeah, well, they won't do that. (laughs) They won't. They're just gonna be... They're fucked. (laughs) They're just actors in segments now. Yeah. Uh, We got the Hardy Boys with... And Jason Jordan 
versus The Miz and The Miztourage. Wait, that's on That's on SummerSlam? the... Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, they Wait, just had that when? match. That that just happened on Raw. Yeah, it's on Wikipedia. It's on, yeah. Oh, my what? God. That match will be when I... Care. That has literally happened today. Try to just chug a bottle of sangria. <laughs> Oh yeah, if you're gonna drink for a wrestling show, this is the one. To do. Like, I've been known to have a couple beers during a wrestling show. I'm happy for you know Curtis and Bo getting some work, but getting like, that pay per view bonus. Yeah, like this is nice dumb. job, Axe Man. <laughs> this is dumb. Um, that's dumb. We I got... literally don't care. The Hardy Boys are gonna win. Well, yeah, of course. Or the uh, the Mistraj wins by cheating. Hardy Boys of Jason Jordan. They're trying real hard. Yeah. We got Naomi versus Natalia. I want Natalia to win, but with the alleged news, then it'd probably be Naomi. But mm-hmm. I, I think Natalia needs to win. Um, she gets shit on so. I much. will never be able to not unhear Naomi saying "Hey Detroit" on NXT <laughs> season three. Was it bad? <laughs> Dude. Do yourself a favor. NXT season three was a well. It was the NXT as a reality like competition yeah. show. Watch okay. the full episode with the what? What was the competition they did? It was just cut a promo about oh, a random thing. She talked about that on Jericho's podcast this week. And oh, was she like did? Still embarrassed about it. She's like, she said like the moment it was done, she thought of a thousand things she could have said, and like still thinks about it like almost daily. That's one of the funniest episodes of any wrestling show I've ever seen. And the announcers buried Caitlin, the entire she's like, show. Caitlin, is this, is this thing on? Oh, ah. And then she tells like a horrible joke. Oh my god. It's the best. Okay. And then when Punk was on commentary on that show, it was, oh. I, I, there's videos you can look up with Punk like, on commentary that are 20 minutes long Great. that are hilarious. Um, I'm just gonna shoot all the couple I don't give a shit about. We got Big Cast versus Big Show. That's Sing- you care about? Oh, okay. I don't say care. About I was gonna say with Enzo Amore in a shark cage. Big Cast wins, and Enzo literally has no effect on the match. I I want. There's talk about I having want Big Enzo turning <laughs> Big Show. I, I hope that happens, and then he just murders him. Are you serious? Yeah. For yeah, what that reason? Um, just to reunite them because it's going so bad. And, but as bad guys now. This is like the worst how thing that, I've ever seen in wrestling. How would that make any sense? I don't it, know. It doesn't. Why would he like him? Why would he? Like, the only way it, like... Friendship. The only way that, like, it could work is if it was a plan all along, but that still makes no sense, because why are they just hate... Why do they hate Big so, Show? Yeah, so Enzo <laughs> takes, like, eight ass beatings in the name like, of, like, one little And Cass gets knocked out two weeks in a row <laughs> just to, like, beat the... I beat the Big Show. Like, fuck God. you. Well, I mean, it almost <laughs> makes sense for their real life personalities from everything you hear yeah. about them being just the biggest pieces of shit. Also, the with age. the uh, picture uh, of them with the Yankees and mm-hmm. showing cast, he's definitely not seven. Aaron Judge is six seven, and he is barely shorter than Big Cast. Yeah, but I don't think the the phrase would be, and he's six foot eight, and he can't teach that. <laughs> And he is pretty large cast. He's slightly larger than a, the Yankees, you know, the best player in the Yankees right now. And you can't teach that. <laughs> slightly large Cassidy. It did show how tiny Alexa Bliss is standing next Five to... Five feet of fury. Yeah, you know, exactly them and Braun. And then Braun. Alexa. Love it. We got Randy Orton versus Rusev. Who cares? That's Who what I also call... Uh, I'm going to be drinking. Shit. 
Like, I feel like Randy's gonna get a win just to, like, give him a win after the shitty summer that he's had to yeah, have. Yeah, it was shitty, like, since Mania. <laughs> I thought, so he beat Jinder. Clean, with his finish. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. yeah. Rusev should win. Randy probably will, yes. I think. We got Cesaro and Sheamus versus Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. We'll talk about this a little bit. Boyfriends are winning. The boyfriends of the Shield. Yeah. Um, I'd be sick. Honestly, you really I, think? Yeah. They gotta win. They gotta win the Why put them here. back together if, if they're not. not gonna win? And then they gotta drop it and break up. Um, yeah, they gotta drop him in a couple months and break up. <clears throat> Hopefully, they give him to somebody worth it. Mm. I heard like knows. the best like fantasy booking that I know will never happen. Um, I think it was Masked Man Show, which is... Um, Masked Man? The Masked Man Show um, had the idea that, you know, they win the tag team titles, then come out during the Fatal 4-Way and help Roman Ooh. win and become a heel shield. Like That wouldn't Roman. happen because they don't want Roman to yep. it wouldn't be happen. a baddie. It wouldn't happen, but it'd be pretty great. It'd be cool. Um, but yeah, I think they have to win. They don't go through like that much and have that be like the opening segment and the very focal point of Raw and like the whole show without like fucking putting him over unless they're so stupid. Unless they're they just are fucking sometimes. dumb. Yeah, they're dumb. Nine to ten times. We got John Cena versus Baron Corbin. Uh, Cena's winning and Baron's going to be really sad tummy. <laughs> I really hope that Cena like gives him five AAs in a row for no... Like the first one would have done it. But then he like goes <laughs> up to the first... Does it again. Goes, like... Does like the wrist grab thing he does, like the roll through it, just goes the first rope, does it, second rope, does it, third rope, does it, and then just like throws, a him, table. throws him into the crowd. They crowd surf him. Literally throw him into a dumpster and light it on fire. Imagine if they <laughs> put him in a dumpster match, dude. Oh Fuck. my god. That'd be so good. If he loses to Kalisto in a dumpster match, then he's real dude, dead. Dude, an Inferno dumpster match? <laughs> Where the ring is just surrounded by flaming dumpsters? Wow. That'd be great. <laughs> We got the Demon Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, Demon is definitely going to win. Yeah. Better fucking win. The I, Demon King. What do you even do with Bray Wyatt at this point? Nothing. He's got to lose again. I don't know. This dude, Book him better. Like, this is so... It's over. There's nothing you can do at this point. Okay, I got a question. We're, we'll talk about this one later. But if Nakamura wins... Against gender, do you think they'll put gender and Wyatt together? They can't. Different shows. Yeah. Oh god damn it! I keep forgetting this. That but Bray still maybe somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Bray Wyatt is toast. He, they fucked him. Yeah. They fucked him three years he had, ago. He had the best gimmick for a while. Yeah, they just they just totally destroyed him. They he had that awesome match with D. Bray, the 2014 Royal Rumble. Yes. Awesome match. He won. Good deal. Would have been should, better if they should have beat Cena, and he should have mm-hmm. beat Cena, and they didn't beat Cena, or and they should, completely fucked it. Or he should have beat Undertaker, like either one, and had that be Undertaker's last. And he should have, yeah. Been and they almost the fixed it. Boy belt. They almost had him. He won that elimination chamber, which is awesome. And they like was. rehabbed him like real quick. It's like, oh shit, he's like finally people were stoked. But then it's immediately just, Randy, and who fucking yeah. cares? Yeah, unreal. Well, they should have made Bray Wyatt the face because. Randy burned down his fucking house. Yeah. yeah, Randy is just a dude that only does that does heal things and gets a face reaction from like moms and like kids. Moms and kids and people who wear affliction. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's Randy Orton's fan base. And like when 
like at the house show last year here, yep. like the fucking reaction he got was so oh, yeah. crazy. Are you sure it wasn't just the voices in your head? It might have been. That's true. Oh fuck. <laughs> Um, yeah, but Bray's screwed. It sucked when he was actually about to turn face with the Wyatt family, mm-hmm. and he tagged with Roman. He had that super hot, like hot tag comeback, and yeah, and it's like, oh shit, they're gonna do it. He got injured that next week. They should, and that, like yeah. they put the fucking kibosh on that. I think that they should just like keep him from talking. Like even though what he's best at is talking, just have him not talk for a while and just get some wins in the ring, not do the spooky shit too much, just like... They need to tone down the spooky They just shit. need to tone it down and have him just win, because he's a good worker. When he was more so like, a cult leader, didn't have powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. way better, but now he has powers. Where'd they come from? Space. Oh, space powers. Magic. Space magic powers. Yeah, he's yeah. done. He's done. <laughs> we got uh, Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura. If I see Jinder Mahal no. beat Shinsuke Nakamura... I am going to die. You heard it here, folks. Please here. don't die. Please don't die. Seriously, can you imagine a world that would be where Jinder Mahal? I don't terrible. care if he even cheats. If he cheats and beats him, it's still just as bad. I think he needs to cheat, and Shinsuke needs to still win. Like I think they, they do have a tour win. in Japan coming up in a month. But and look who's a cruiserweight champion. And they probably want it. It's true. They probably want a WWE yeah. champion. There. One one thing that is really cool about this match is I read that it's the first yep. time ever that two Asian competitors have competed for a major belt. It's ever pretty cool. At WWE. Like, like that kind of stuff is actually really cool. It sucks that gender is just mm-hmm. not the worker. Yeah, I wish exactly. I wish gender was better. Mm-hmm. That's all. I hope he gets there. Like, but Shinsuke needs to win. It will. He beat John Cena, and I don't think you. You can beat John Cena clean with your fucking finish in the middle of the ring, and they are just going to waste that. Yeah. After yeah. For sure. taking an AA taking, as well. Taking two, roll through. He fucking apparently can just reverse the next one. Almost breaking his neck. Daniel Bryan beat Cena clean in the middle, and they fucked him in five minutes. But it was against Randy Orton. But they had no plans of doing anything with Dubrai afterwards. Yeah, but it was against Randy Orton. It was a means to an end. It was, it was they. It's because Randy Orton's one of Vince's guys. Jinder Mahal, I don't think is anybody's guy. Oh God. <laughs> we got uh, Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. Um, I feel Sasha's gonna win. I think I think so too. Um, and then hopefully they finally do the Bailey Sasha feud, and poor fucking Bailey. Too late. Yep. Too late. It doesn't matter. She's so screwed. I think that when Bailey comes back, they need to spend like a few months having her actually be an underdog and not booked to the She's moon. Done. And, like, <laughs> She's done. I'm sorry. She's done. Try to do the Sasha thing, but yeah, I don't know. They. That's a whole. That's a whole rant. They <laughs> could not have done a worse job with all these girls. They fucked them all. Yeah, except maybe Charlotte. Like. Yeah, Charlotte. Charlotte, they booked. Looked Charlotte, they always booked right. Like even Sa- her as a Sasha face right actually, now. they booked pretty decent as well. But Charlotte and she Sasha are two her, of the best workers. They booked her all right, but they booked her on the wrong side for the duration. Yeah. Nah. She needs a turn, but I th- I feel that as long as they keep out of that fucking title picture. Yeah. Bad. Oh yeah. Keep please. like they just yeah they need her to. Be Remember, like, safer, episode one, worker. by the way, when everybody was defending Naya. Hey. Except for me. Hey. And here we are. I just said she wasn't like most girls. 
No, you didn't. I didn't say that. Uh, like, I still really like... Like, it's oh, one of those things, like, I, I like her as a person so much, and then, like, it just gets harder and harder to defend her because, like, she keeps hurting people. Yeah. And she, like... She's bad in the Like, I thought <laughs> yeah. the match this last week was better than most, but it was against Sasha, who carried it. Yeah. Like, the, like, finishing sequence was really tight, but... Yeah. Um, the rest of those are just throwing her around like a rag doll. It's really well, scary to watch her. Well, it's not wrestling. That's just throwing someone around like a rag doll. Which is what she does. It's, it's giant wrestling. I don't like mm-hmm. it. Um, then we got Flat Earther AJ Styles versus World's Best Dad Kevin Owens with Shane McMahon as a special guest referee. Uh, I have no idea how it's gonna go. Oh my god, there's so many dads in this match. I just thought about how <laughs> like dad match? how much of be- being a dad is all these guys' real life gimmick, <laughs> like outside Dan- of wrestling. Daniel Bryan on the outside. Mm-hmm. Hi. Doesn't this have to go to Owens and Shane? This but has like, to lead to Owens and Shane probably at like Survivor Series. Or so the belt's not gonna be there. So AJ's got to win. Yeah, AJ's yeah. got to win. You're probably right. But they're also building heat again between AJ and Shane. It's just to build tension for the okay. match. Okay. Yeah. They already had this, and, and AJ's a good guy. And if they lost AJ's a good guy with Cena going to the other side, wouldn't that's, be a good move that's at all. Rough. Yeah, and that it's would like, set up the big, when you can actually do a babyface, babyface match in Mania with Nakamura and AJ. Yes. Yeah. They, they, need to, they need that. So there it is. Then we got uh, the genuine big boys match. Got Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, and Braun Strowman. Brock's winning. Yeah. Brock? Brock. Mm-hmm. The Hand, only way. Hands down. The only way Brock is. Did his UFC thing not go through? He it's, can't leave until. It doesn't matter. Because yeah. he has to put himself oh. back in the pool, doesn't he? And, it's, and then he, he has can't fight. Five he's, months of he's, suspension. He's been back in the pool. He's he's serving his time. Mm. But well, he hasn't declared he, uh, publicly that he's in the pool, which is required to serve out but his suspension. But he is. Um, he signed until after Mania, yeah. so it doesn't okay. matter. They're, he, they're not going to let him just sit yeah. home and, and pay him got, that money. Yeah. He's got to have too many dates between now and Mania. So also, the uh, the Barclays Center did announce that the Universal Champion Brock Lesnar would be at Raw the next night on Twitter. Oh. Good. Smart. Yeah. Good, good so, the only way I could see him But they not, don't know. Do they? Do the venues know the outcomes? Well, they're going to have uh, prom- like promotional material okay. for the next mm-hmm. night. Okay. Because when Brock comes to a Raw, it's not a normal thing. Okay, yeah. okay. And you got to do you got to do Brock and Braun, and that's going to have the title. Yeah. 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 Brock so, and Braun will probably be like at yeah. either... I, he, apparently, he's booked for the next pay-per-view for Raw, so it'll probably be Brock Braun then. Mm. Okay. The only way I could see... What's going to happen with Joe? 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 Still stay in that picture, probably, okay. yeah. but not win it for a minute. The only okay. way I could see that Brock losing it is if, you know, they say, like, okay, he's leaving, and then he'll show up at the next pay-per-view and be like, I was bored. Like, basically, like, you know, like, I'm coming back for that. Like, yeah, but they, they kind of have him as a baby face. Like, he's a, well, he's kind of like a All tweener. four of them are tweeners, like, depending on the crowd. Like, yeah, but it's a, uh, he's kind of one of the more pure, like, pure baby faces. He's like a baby face in this match. Whereas Samoa Joe and Braun Strowman are the are, are supposed to be bad guys. Well, and the attempted murderer. Yeah, and the attempted murderer of Roman <laughs> Reigns. Really, he's the biggest baby face in this match. And but he's just a fighter. But there's also Braun Strowman, the office warrior, who throws chairs at people. Fuck, that's yeah. true. But he, he also has tried to murder God, people. Braun so gets like the probably most pure baby face 
like pop from the crowd right it's now. It's, but it's because it's also because his whole it's been feuding with Roman. Yeah, so okay. that's why it's not necessarily yeah. because it, of Braun. It's because who he's been feuding. Yeah, if he had been doing it against someone else, he like all the exact same actions, he wouldn't be getting this reaction. But he has been doing it against Roman, which has now turned him into a huge baby face. Like. I think that they should just roll with that when whenever he gets the belt, be like. It's hard for a, a giant to be a babyface because yeah. in pro wrestling, giants are made to get beat by yeah. a yeah. big babyface. So that's what they're built for. Roman's still getting the main match. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course he is. From what from what it's all kind of boiling down to, yes. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I came to play. All right, Miz versus Brock at WrestleMania. <laughs> We're going to go back to last week. So the world of cinema is full of incredible trilogies. Star Wars, Back to the Future, The Lord of the Rings, The Matrix, Christopher Nolan's Batman, Blade, Paul Blart, Toy Story, Evil Dead, Shrek, The Godfather, Shrek. There's like five of them. That's not a trilogy. Oh, it's five. Yeah, it's even better. Mad Max. There's only one. Uh, Cars. <sighs> Jesus. Um, Say ten more. Say ten more. (laughs) Say ten more. It was hard to find ones that were just... They kept making more. Oh, the Star Wars prequels. (laughs) Um, Really? (laughs) But there's one... Gabe is rolling over in his grave. Gabe loves Jar Jar. Um, There is one above all. And that is the saga of Kenny Omega and Okada. Because I don't know K- how to Kaza Kazuchika. Kazuchika Okada. Um, Let's talk even... about Omega Okada 3. Before we get into that, with the way you were kind of building this up with the trilogies. Well, like Toy Story? Do you think that it's actually the best trilogy in wrestling? Or the best series in wrestling, though, that's ever happened? Could be. It's that. Currently. Currently no. going. Oh, no, currently, but yes. It's just too hard because. If you go to the other ones, the really good ones... HBK Taker. Right, but it all like comes through like different eras, and it's yeah. impossible. Mm. Like Flair Steamboat, exactly. HBK Taker, Triple H Taker, like these other matches. Um, Within the span of a year, like one single year, a trilogy that took place like within that time period, it might be. Like it's harder to think of ones that weren't like WrestleMania to WrestleMania, like... like Oh, more than a year long. Rock Austin. Like, it was every that, other WrestleMania. Every other WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. But I would say even... I could say definitively Re- that Omega Okada is better than Rock Austin. Re- Wrestling-wise, yes, but like full package-wise, yeah, though. That's because totally. especially the one that I'm thinking is probably the best full package-wise, HBK Taker. Because especially with the penultimate match... Where to uh, HBK retired. Yeah, and then you know, there's the little added bit where he came back as the referee for Taker exactly. Triple H, which was another trilogy. Yeah, which were also great stories, great matches. Mm. It's just it's hard to say. I was just kind of wondering where you guys sat, just because Oster really built this up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus I worked on it. Bef- I wrote that all out before I watched he, the match. He. You didn't even watch the match. I watched the match. How dare you? I wrote it before I watched it. That match was incredible. It was great, but you wrote it before you watched it. Yeah, I to know. be fair, that's our fault because we put that match over so so much. Oh, it was great. Texting <laughs> to, in text to Oster, so. Um, 
Yeah, I I mean, I don't know much about trilogies in wrestling, so or I would just, say yes. Even just series of matches in wrestling. Mm. I mean, even like, if you want to say Cena Punk. Yeah. Yeah. Like Money in the Bank, uh, Night of Champions, SummerSlam, fucking that Raw in February. Yeah, that's that's. A lot of people say too that that the Raw match with that was, who is it? Benoit Jericho and Austin and uh, Triple oh, H. The greatest the, Raw match yeah. of all time, according and to a lot of people. It's not. Punk and Cena yeah. is the best Raw match. It's from what I understand is that they were like, this is this is we're gonna show them what the main event should be, and they fucking and they had them. that the whole all the houses leading up to that were those matches. So that was like the final. The final draft of yeah. all of those matches, yeah. and, and that it match is, it's was like, so killer. They do a fucking pile driver in it. You can't do that. No, no, that is. Granted, they didn't miss a pile driver on a table. That is the ultimate robbery <laughs> in modern WWE. Is that there was never a Cena Punk WrestleMania match. And that is fucking bullshit. Punk and Punk's treatment and booking at <laughs> WrestleMania in general, yeah, is like one of the biggest crimes in WWE. Like he started off real hot too. Mm-hmm. Like he was in three Money in the Banks, won two of them. Yeah. Was that his own fault though? No. Okay. Not at that time. No. Okay. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Omega Okada. Um, great match. Started off real hot, real quick. They yeah. had thirty yeah. minutes. I, I I loved that. I loved how every time they they did a finisher or like a pin I thought it was going to be over like they're so convincing that they wait to the last second Red to Shoes like tap out is the best at the at the close three count any ref mm-hmm. I've ever seen that's ever. the like. biggest difference I think between we take the storylines stuff out of it but like the biggest difference between WWE and New Japan is even though they are pretty much always winning with finishers same like with WWE the near falls and the strikes mm-hmm. and the things they do are so intense and so convincing that you really do believe that they're going to get beat with it. Yeah, anything can end the match. Like in WWE when I see fucking Seth Rollins do a falcon arrow and he gets a near fall and the crowd goes crazy. But nobody kicks out of the falcon arrow. But it's just it's mind-boggling that people still bite on those. And I get that, like, live, it's a lot different. But holy fuck. Yeah. When has he ever won with Or that? it's Sami Zayn hitting the blue thunderbolt. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He has never won a match Or a Michinoku driver. Ever. Ever. And it's like he hits the fucking blue thunderbomb. He has his arm in there. Like, yeah, I'm winning. Mm-hmm. This is for less than Jake. And then... <gasps> <laughs> it's just... That's the thing. And that's why those matches were so good, too. Because they had, like, the first match, like, the spinning pile driver and all of that. Yeah. It's just, like... Well then, like, was the, this the debut of the Rain Trigger? No, no, no. That was the first. He did the first one. He did the okay. first one. Yeah. God. Yeah, that's an awesome move that Ron stole. <laughs> Which I you barely ever see him hit, like, because he hasn't won a match in a million. Yeah, it's been years. a real. Long it's been a real time. long time since he's hit that, and since he hit that move and um, won a match. What's really cool about this is kind of the progression of the rivalry with mm-hmm. Omega and Okada. It's uh, first match, Omega just couldn't do it. Couldn't beat him. Mm-hmm. He lost. Second match, he couldn't beat him, but he didn't lose. Uh, Okada mm-hmm. couldn't beat him. Yeah, so he, it's like he keeps getting better and better. And now this one, he finally beat him, mm-hmm. but it wasn't for the title. Yeah. yeah. And so like it, it kind of paints the picture for one more match. Can he actually do it for the title? Like, yeah. And the fact that he then lost to Naito, 
who now, like, as long as things stay the same, which, you know, they could change, now he gets to go for that title shot. That which, by the way, the G1 finals uh, match was so good. Yeah. Darren's back. I think that that G1 final, the G1 final was better than Okada Omega 3. I, it's so tough. That one was so good. You could tell both of them, like Kenny especially, he was real beat up. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, he looks 15 years older at the end of the match. <laughs> yeah. Like, he goes through, like, a U.S. presidency in each match. I wish he went through a fucking U.S. presidency right now. Yep. <laughs> yep. Not even a citizen. Let's just amend, those, amend that constitution, let that, that Winnipeg boy be our president. <laughs> no, I'm, talk- the country real I'm talking about the end of Omega match. We have to have a oh. new president, because that'd be real sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, but I thought the Naito uh, Omega match was really good too. Yep. Um, it's hard to compare because it's going to be different styles. Yeah. Uh, Okada actually, I feel, wrestles the closest to a WWE style match in New Japan than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And um, Cody Rhodes made this comparison in this interview I read with him. He's like Randy Orton in the fact that everything comes super easy to him. And sometimes it seems like he's not even trying. Like, with how good he is. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, how... Especially if you watch early Randy, when he actually was, like, trying and gave a shit, mm-hmm. but not shit in a bag, um, he was pretty good. And yeah. he was super crisp on Oh, yeah, like, team. legend killer Randy Orton is fucking rad. Like, because he did... Gave like, a shit? <laughs> yeah, he gave a shit, and he did moves that we hadn't seen for a while. Now he's been doing those same moves for, like, 15 straight years. And it, it, just how easy, like, wrestling comes to Okada... Um, and he gives every match like this main event feel yeah. and so does Kenny Omega nine times out of ten that other one time it's a comedy match but he can pull it off real well against fucking Yana so I mean, that's, that's also what, what he said was his favorite match of course he did yeah I mean he <laughs> loves that stuff like he's done that kind of shit like his whole career and like always seems to really enjoy when he gets to do that kind of stuff and take a little bit of a break like yeah he ripped his house show tights <laughs> but uh, I thought the finals was really good. Smart move going with Naito now, because um, the last time that he was gonna go up for the uh, the January fourth and the main event, he, he wasn't ready, so and they voted to say no. Yeah, that Naito Okada match is going to be fucking awesome. insane. Mm-hmm. But I will say, Ibushi Omega is gonna be at the Tokyo. Now. It's and it might. It might dwarf all of these matches. I I agree. Yeah. Because I thought, uh, was that Wrestle Kingdom 9? Was that Ibushi Nakamura? Yes. That match was my favorite match of that year. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. an awesome match. And that's I, my favorite Nakamura match. That is... That's 1-1A, one one because then 1-1A one, one is... Uh, AJ. AJ. <laughs> the yeah. next year, which is my favorite match of it's that just year. the story of the Ibushi one. Yes, and the, the fact, like, at the end of it... Um, when he was walking through and like the cameras caught like that moment between them was just really cool especially if you have ever known their history together like and how they came up in Japan together it's just awesome have you seen Ibushi and Omega from DDT yes if it is even a little bit better than that match I'm serious I really think this might there's no way it can't be because Kenny Omega is like two times the wrestler he was then and then he was fucking great I kind of I feel like this match is going to be, as far as just in the ring, no, you know, thing leading up to it or no like storylines or anything like that. I kind of think this might end up being the best like pure wrestling match ever. 
ever. Ever. I think if that that is the plan, which it should be, it'll get a six point five. It'll have to get above the uh, the Dominion one because it's. I think just their styles, their story, and how they're probably mm-hmm. gonna both go in with the fucking Death Wish, mm-hmm. and they're sure gonna try to have the best match ever. They're gonna try to have the best match ever, and especially since it's against each other. Yeah. And what do you guys think? the chances are of a Yoshihiku run-in. <laughs> you know, History with both of them. Um, Yoshihiku's very loyal to DDT, so I just don't think that... Invasion. Yoshihiku's going to lead the DDT invasion. I, in I just Japan. don't think that Yoshihiku would want to defect at this time. Oh, he's not defecting. It's invading. Okay. <laughs> you never know. It's like NWO, but it's going to be Yoshihiku. <laughs> We're taking over. An XPW in the Jesus. seventh row. Just getting beat up after the show. Um, but uh, any other thoughts on the G1 as a whole? Um, I said this earlier, but it needs to be reiterated. Daryl's back. He's alive and well. Shout out, Daryl. <laughs> so is Shibata. Shibata, way more importantly, yeah, Shibata. That's why I didn't say if. Oh, man, what if Shibata had walked out with Daryl? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same. Did, did we talked about Shibata last week, yeah. Yeah, but we didn't talk about him showing up. Yeah, because he hadn't come back. Okay. I don't know much about Shibata, but seeing him just go into the ring and sit down and smile was wonderful. I think it's because we got together on Sunday for wrestling trivia. That's right, yeah. We just talked talked about about a lot of stuff. Yeah, Yeah. that was Saturday night when he came back. Yeah, when he came back, it was uh, uh, Shibata came back, had like the biggest smile on his face after he took a bump. And like um, after him getting injured in the match with Okada. And just it being a fucking devastating headbutt he did. And then just saying, I'm alive. like That's all. It's uh, fucking epic. Yeah. It's like the only way you can even put it. G1, though. Maybe the greatest tournament G1 is consistently so such much. a good tournament. It, it is so, so much. It was so How much. Long? Is it a month long? Almost. It's like two, two weeks long. It's, and it's, it's three. I think it's three. It's three. what, yeah. six hours every day? Or Not quite. Like, no, like two three. to th- two like to three. three. Yeah, yeah. three or four hours. I mean, what, what's what is really still. rough on this is like the time you see New Japan like those guys start really showing their injuries because they're wrestling so much mm. and just great matches night after night, and that's something you don't see in other promotions. Is something like this. Yeah, and that's also why you see the schedule right after G One gets pretty light for New Japan because every every single one of them needs. A yes. little bit of a break, like mm-hmm. pretty much the next, the biggest thing that's like from G one is like it's essentially waiting for the Tokyo Dome now. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's like the tag wars or whatever coming the, up. And the yeah tag, was it the World Tag League? World Tag League, yeah, and then <laughs> whatever like it's one called. other. I'm that's no, that's no, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. What's whatever the yeah. fucking tag one is? Yeah. Gals and Anderson won twice, but then they'd always you're show right. up at fucking. Any big show, by the way. This is really funny. Well. Gallows and Anderson always show up to big cards with the belts, and they always lose them. Wrestle Kingdom 9, I think it was 9, 10, 11, and then Mania this year had the belts, and they lose them. That's a funny coincidence. It's fucking wild. It's because I think they trust them to hold the belts, but not at the big show. And then to put them, oh, then to put someone else over yeah. at the big Big show. I want to ask a question. Yeah. Because that's probably the end of... Do we have any more subjects? No, we're done. Yeah. So, I just want to ask this. With New Japan, I feel like this G1 really illustrates... It really illustrates the gap 
in quality and wrestling quality between WWE mm-hmm. and New Japan. Yeah. I want to know since they're starting to infiltrate America and they're getting more eyes on New Japan World Axis. 60,000 subscribers from the US. So, in a year. Thanks, Uncle Dave. In a year, like, where do you think they're going to be in the eyes of the fans? People, I mean, when you watch a WWE show, half the crowd's wearing a Bullet Club shirt. That's what's insane. And more in NXT. Yeah. Like. Well, NXT is so, going to be the smarter fans anyways. Yeah. The, the big thing is, is that what WWE gets is they get the fans that only know about it. Because yeah. it's hard for people yeah. who are super immersed in wrestling and follow a lot of wrestling fans, Twitters, and blah, blah, blah. Um, guy I work with. He has loved wrestling for just years. He's about my age, or your, our age, collectively. And he loves wrestling, never watches Japanese wrestling, never watches any indies. He's like, oh, why aren't they signed with the WWE if they're that good? So this That's is like what his thought. So I get and that. I've, I've shown him a bunch of stuff. Like, hey, check you have the network. Check out like the Cruiserweight Classic. Check out these guys. I've like shown him like links to matches. Like, hey, check this out. What do you think? He's like, it's okay, but I mean, I, I think these mm-hmm. like WWE guys are better. See, and I have a friend who's just like that. Yeah. But I'm just wondering, just by think about when we first started really, really paying attention to the Indies, probably in like '08. I remember starting to watch, really starting to watch. Right. So. Think of how much indie wrestling has gotten, how much bigger it's gotten just in like eight eight to ten year span. Yeah. And how many eyes are on it and how many of these guys now, as it gets bigger and bigger, are leaving WWE and figuring out a way to make it and become bigger stars. Well, the, there's only a, a handful though. Right, right now. But yes. it's early. I'm just saying, as long as guys keep doing it and it keeps growing, at some point there's going to be that that uh, moment where they can say to WWE, like, well, I don't need what, What's you. really putting a stop to that, though, is the fact that WWE has their own indie now. Yeah? Yeah. Because as many guys, as, you know, Cody Rhodes leaves, or Young Bucks and Omega don't sign, Obushi doesn't sign, Zack Sabre Jr. doesn't sign, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, Bobby Fish, Adam Cole, boom, gone. Shinsuke Nakamura, gone. Yeah, and I mean, AJ Styles, Gallows, Anderson. If if New Japan does like start to like infiltrate and like do better, WWE will just offer them more money. The their stars, and if their stars just want more money, then they'll just go to also WWE. an easier fucking style. Because yeah, yeah. another another point to bring up. Yeah, that we can we can go on, but who fucking cares? Yeah, um, this is for me. Damn it. Um, how long can they continue wrestling? That's yeah. why. Because holy fuck! Well, all the good wrestlers are pretty old in New Japan right now. There is a crop of indie wrestlers that are coming up. It only gets well, bigger. Well, even Leo bigger. Rush is signed. Another one that's signed. Yeah, I'm not really happy with Leo Rush right now. Are you talking about the CZW spot? Yeah. Jesus Christ, that was trash. And I saw him wrestle at Defy, and he had one of the best matches I've ever seen live. That's for sure. Um, there's a. I'm gonna send out a link on somewhere. Everybody needs to check out this spot and just kind of just, it's wild. I guess what I'm trying to is it, is get it the power bomb through a table. Yeah, and no sells it. Yeah, no sells a power bomb. <laughs> Stand straight up uh, from a ladder. Yeah, Jesus. I mean a death spot. I'm actually kind of surprised he was even able to get up. Yeah, fuck. Honestly, yeah. but no. I guess the only reason I say this about you know this like New Japan trying to get bigger and all that is I just dream of a day where. New Japan can run way more shows in America 
and these indies will thrive. And these indies are drying. They're actually drying. They're dry, out drying TNA. I would say TNA had like 400 people in New York. Jesus. Progress from uh, the UK. Based 15, in Europe. Drew 1,500 people. That's Damn. pathetic. Well, in a, in a room that didn't hold 1,500 people and didn't have any bathrooms. And somebody actually passed out. Someone actually passed out Hell and yeah. shit their pants. That's DIY. So... No, DIY is Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Organa. Yeah. But I guess I'm just hoping for a day to come where there's a legit another place to work. I would yeah. love to see that too because it would breed competition where WWE's like, fuck, now we got to actually yeah. do yeah. things again. But it's already happening to an extent basically with NXT. Like NXT is... WWE's indie. Is yeah. WWE's indie. I just indie. watch the main roster. I just feel like the main roster... Just gets worse yeah. as time goes on, and it sucks because like they have a couple guys or a few guys that are like so good. <laughs> They're wasting away guys that are so good. I will say though, somebody like a Shinsuke Nakamura is probably loving how his yeah. body. Yeah, is no, good. that's right. Uh, like thirty seconds. I'm, I'm happy for him to not have to work like he did in Japan. I don't. Yeah, I'm not even necessarily worried about them wrestling all these great matches all the time. Are like, I'm talking about booking. Or like uh, the Cesaros of the world. Yeah, they're just, they yeah. are just not letting people get over. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, it's clearly obvious. Because guys, guys like AJ and Shinsuke, their main event guys, WWE sees them as that, you can tell by how they're booked. Yeah. Cesaro, but, like... But guys like Sami Zayn and fucking Cesaro, Ty Dillinger, that poor Do you understand bastard. how good Sami Zayn was at one point? He was... He's, he was one of the best wrestlers in the world, like, in 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. what the fuck? Like, it's, it's just maddening. This is only, like, with Sami Zayn, this is only worth it if they, like, have a long-term plan to say, like, hey, you're going to be an underdog for X years, like, two to, th- like, two to three years on the main roster, mm-hmm. and then we're going to give you this, like, serious push, like, through a mid-card belt and then to the world title. But there's no way they're thinking that far ahead with him. Like, do you, as Brady alluded to earlier, in a very morbid way, do you think when somebody else takes the reins, let's say Triple H, for example, or Roman, the, the Roman reigns. Shut up. <laughs> Everybody, shut up now. Uh, do you think things will change? Yes. I mean, you if NXT is any, because would Triple H take it over? Yes. So if NXT is any proof of what he can do. If he takes over WWE, he could make it insane. Because he literally built that from a, it's clearly developmental, to they're touring and they're drawing, you know, 1,000, 1,500, mm-hmm. 2,000 people, and then they're selling out every quarter uh, a big building. The yeah. thing is, is he will, it's clearly obvious just by the way that show looks and how logical it is that he will do a better job. I'm interested to see how he adjusts from booking if- traditionally on those taping schedules that lead up to a big show. It's like, you know, we, we're doing four shows tonight, and mm-hmm. it's like, this leads to this leads to this but leads to this our pay-per-view. to see the difference between that and to him having to put out as Weekly. much content as yeah. they do on a weekly basis, that's mm-hmm. Well, I feel with the people he's like the, that he's bringing in, that he's surrounding himself with, the Jimmy Jacobs and the Road Dogs and, you know, Adam Pierce fucking um, he's Scott Armstrong, he has, like, the people that are like, these are my guys. Got Carino. And Steve fucking Carino. Johnny Carino's. <laughs> Carino's. Shout out Carino's. Um, and I think that he, when he kind of uses those guys, and you can tell on SmackDown that the, le- the lead writer 
is Ryan Ward that used to be NXT, and the number one real guy there is the Road Dog, mm-hmm. and that show makes sense. It's two hours. Sometimes it sucks just because it's a nature of the beats because they have to like do so well, many. Well, when somebody beats. throws a monkey wrench in your plans and makes the Indian guy champion. Kind of fucking yeah, throws can, things out of whack. You can see the it? Vince bookings like that's the problem. Is so clear. Like you said earlier, start stop, and it's just we're going one direction, and then one day, uh, Jobber is the champion. One day Vince is like, oh, there's one point whatever billion people in in India. We need a gender. You're in. Pop those back zits. <laughs> Don't take a drug test. I'll take your truck test. Somebody tells you to pee in a cup, uh, say no. Get Sammy to do it for you. He definitely has not taken a show in his life. But um, I feel that if somebody else does take over the show and booking, it would make it just be more logical. Mm. And on the show, even though sometimes like NXT is boring because there's just nothing happening, the little stuff that is happening as far as storyline wise, it makes sense. Like, oh, they did this because of this. Because there's a payoff. Yeah, and there's always a fucking payoff, goddamn. And it. even when like nothing is really happening, like it's kind of in a weird lull between takeovers, at least then you also get to see like the performance center people that like you don't get to see. Cesar Bononi. Like you get to see like people like that you haven't heard before and then maybe like in a year or so, like those people start like getting a and push. And you have guys that you can job and it's not like they're gonna job on national television. The Metro and be Brothers worthless. Oh, fucking God. deuce and ace. But I think that's why I I think that's why I prefer New Japan at this point. Because I don't even I watched WWE and every single little thing that happens, I'm just like, why would you do this? Why would you do that? But in New Japan, even if a guy that I want to win doesn't win, I am okay with it because I know there's gonna be a fucking payoff. Yeah. Or but there's, when a, WWE or there's does just like it, a fucking method behind it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like Gato Book's very straightforward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like everybody that probably wanted Joe to be Brock, you know? They probably really wanted him to win because they knew if he didn't win, then he ain't gonna get it. He's not gonna get another shot. There's no long-term plan. There was nothing beyond that one match, which is crazy because you could have built up Joe Brock to be the fucking biggest match of the year, and mm-hmm. they just shot it out of a can. They could have fucking imagine if they built it to just SummerSlam. Waited a fucking mm-hmm. month. Yep. But I feel the same way with like Nakamura Cena too. Like, that even one, though no, even yeah, though that, Cena didn't have the that's title, different. Like, I, don't, I didn't like that. That was. I think it's different merely in the fact that uh, Cena's going to be, he's leaving again, right. and yeah. then also he's going to be going to Raw, for the most part. Yeah, it's circumstantial, yeah. but still. And so, also, I think it's going to end up building a match where Cena's going to beat him, because Cena always needs to get his one back. Yeah, and also like. I think that they want. They knew they wanted to get Nakamura into the title scene, and then they looked at how they booked him so far on the main roster and gone, this guy doesn't deserve this. Yeah. We need to give him something that will make him deserve being number one contender. Yeah, that makes John sense. Because he had beat Ziggler and Corbin. They booked him in a competitive match with Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> um, such a If this was 2012 Dolph Ziggler, though, or 2014 Survivor Series Since Dolph Ziggler? Nakamura is a murderer. Yeah, 2014 Survivor Series, he lasted, that Dolph Ziggler? Maybe. Not the Dolph Ziggler that was getting bounced by a bunch of male cheerleaders. No, not that Dolph Ziggler. Um, I, I tell this to Brady a lot. I view New Japan and WWE on two different, like, with two different eyes. You have to. Because if not, then you just end up real angry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel kind of like... Like there's like India, New Japan, and WWE are three different things. Like mm-hmm. watching WWE is like 
going to see like some gigantic band at an arena show. It's like going to see Which Metallica. is literally what you're doing. You're going to see an arena show versus like watching New Japan is like watching like Hey, people! Most people don't know about this band, but it's the they're the fucking. It's, but it's it's like in a you know a, a good like a little like thousand yeah. cap club. Yeah, and then watching it, it's like it's like the, the biggest show. band of the the indie I scene. I think I yeah. explained I explained to a friend of mine who's a big Roseanne fan when it ended up being her grandson, not actually her, tweeting from her account talking about how awesome New Japan is. Oh, she was watching it though. She was watching it with him, but okay. it was him tweeting from her account. Literally, like two tweets before, said like, "Hey, my grandson's taking over my account for a little while while I'm oh, working okay. on some stuff." Okay. But um, I, I explained to my th- that friend who's a huge Roseanne mark that it's like this is like her, Roseanne tweeting about the band Pup. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like, if you're really into, like, music, you know them, but, like, the average person who even like, really enjoys music wouldn't have no idea. I it's like your... Every band I listen to. I like your analogy, like, it is, like, see Metallica, I get that. Yeah. But it would be like if Metallica came out and played, like, half of Seek and Destroy and then just quit. And then, <laughs> then went right into Saint Anger. Yeah. Or just played covers oh, for the rest fuck, of the show. Oh, fuck, that'd be a good Just played the boys and covers. Right. It's like Metallica coming out. Or they out. just played... Uh, they play fucking, like, Enter, Enter They just Sandman. played Guns N' Roses covers. And I would just... I, I think the only reason I am so mad at WWE is because, yeah, I get the whole thing about them being mainstream, like you're, the analogy you're making, but I can't get behind a show. It's just... It's mind-blowing. Like, it's that Breaking Bad show. Like, what if you were really behind... What's the one guy that Walter cracked? White? The other one. Uh, Jesse Pinkman? Yeah, so like what if the whole first season was about him and then the next season they show him one time and then after that they just show him like buying groceries in the background. Oh, you're talking about Game of Thrones right now. And it just says <laughs> it just, he's buying groceries and calls a cashier bitch. That's the thing. If they would just if they would just book logically It's like they make, make him stuff, care yeah. about a character so much and then they murder him at the end of the first season. Like what's supposed to happen. Well, but that's season. a fucking payoff, and that's fine. But they make you care about a character so much, and then he just is gone. All right. Mm-hmm. I would totally it's be like, fine with it's this It's like whole... the older son on Happy Days. <laughs> <laughs> I would be fine with putting these companies in different categories and judging mm-hmm. them differently if one didn't make every mistake they could possibly make. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like the two... Katie Be- Vick. <laughs> it's like the two Beckys on Roseanne. Fuck. We could do an entire podcast on mistakes WWE's made oh, yeah. in six months. You could put that on the list. I think What Culture makes 17 videos a week. Poor What that. Culture. They named their channel What Culture WWE. Now all they have to do is trash it. They don't know what else to do. <laughs> well, they got to get that. SEO. This is Pumpy from What Culture. content. <laughs> yeah. That was, a nice little, that was a nice little discussion. Yeah. I think it's time to wrap it up. Uh Real quick, I want to uh, shout out some people who have left us reviews because I what, care about you guys. One of them's fucking fake. No, I'm not gonna read the fake one that I wrote. Yeah. Um. Uh. So shout out Juturna47. They That's said my friend Taylor. Shout out Taylor. Y'all are the best. Hawks. No. Red Vig. Oh. Okay. Oh. Shout okay. Out. Shout out uh, Glasses Life One Two Three. Best Russell Boys ever. It's true. It's damn true. They didn't say that. Uh, Ryan 5833. Well, I'll be damned. They did it. They really became genuine wrestle boys. That's also my friend Ryan. I have um, lots of friends. We won't talk about Ted Danson. That's me. Um, I shouted out myself. Justice for Daryl. 
Um, disgruntled Cannibal said, Thank you, Wrestle Boys. Extremely authentic Wrestle Boys. Exactly what I wanted. Who's this? God I bless no you all. Kiss emoji. Um, like the kiss, the band emoji? I thought you no. guys were commenting. No, I only did one. <laughs> I, only, I only left us like a star review. I'm not going to go yeah, I actually, write myself. I actually buried us. Yeah. I tried to leave you a star review, but it tried to make me log in, yeah. and I can't remember my password. <laughs> um, and then uh, Donut Dude 246 great listen. Love the vast knowledge these guys have. They're not talking about me. That's uh, – I don't think Thank I've you. seen that one. Yeah, I, I, I think I, it's, it's very I, recent. I appreciate that. <laughs> I have given um, – how old am I now? Uh, fuck. I've given 26 years of my life to this. Yeah. Way too many. Oh, cheap plug. Uh-huh. Wrestling.com. I actually did you read? Did we you do renew? I renewed, bro. I'm just making sure. Um, I plugged you actually about three times already. Thank you. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter. That's probably the best place because I got to be honest, it's really hard to sit down and write stuff about something that makes me so angry. Yeah, all he does is talk shit on Twitter. It's great. Oh yeah, my Twitter. My Twitter's gold. That's a good one. That's at Heater Wrestling. That's yeah. good. Yeah. What about you, Zach? Got no, got some plugs? Uh, yeah, sure, uh, yeah. Uh, you can... Hair plugs for men? <laughs> <laughs> like Baron Corbin needs? Fuck. I'm not only, uh, the president, I'm also a customer. <laughs> Baron Corbin. Baron's uh, giving you a shrink after this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can follow me on all our social media since I run it all. It's at Genuine Wrestle Boys on Twitter, at... Uh, wait, sorry, that's backwards. At Genuine WrestleBoys on Instagram, at WrestleBoysCast on Twitter. Okay. Uh, WrestleBoysCast.com is our website. Mm-hmm. I realized I had not updated a couple things on there in a couple weeks and tried to do it at work, and everything I needed to do was blocked. Oh, but, no. We'll uh, figure it out. Yeah, but I'll do it at home instead. Like I From the comfort of his own home. Yeah. Um, yeah, or you can follow my personal stuff, which is at Zachary M. Evans. Zachary Mevans. Zachary Mevans on Twitter, or at My Chemical Dad Pants on Best Instagram. Best name on That's awesome. I don't even have to say it anymore. That's an say awesome. That's great. Yeah. Every See? single week, I was just like, Best name. No, I haven't said it for three weeks, so other people make fun of me. Um, yeah, um, at Blue Gazi on Instagram, Blue Gazi like the cheese blue. Um, Oster Coaster on Twitter, uh, at Genuine WrestleCats on Instagram as well. Um, Eastside. All right, I'll oh, audible thing again, too. Uh, yeah, uh, audibletrial.com slash Sign up for a free 30-day free trial of Audible. Oh, is that a real audible? thing? I thought you were joking. No, <laughs> for real. It's what real. the fuck? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, tell you about it off air. 30-day free trial of any audiobook that you want. Take a look. It's awesome. I actually got the uh, Daniel Bryan one. Listen to that. I drive a lot for my uh, job, and it's hard to read sometimes. Especially while you're driving. Yeah, especially while you're driving. <laughs> yeah. And also, I want to plug my roommate Miguel over here. He's standing over here wearing a spicy shirt. Uh, Miguel, say hi. Hey, what up? <laughs> he, he was also in the beginning of the podcast an hour and a half ago. Yeah, he's been in a couple of these. And then also, um, that's it. Fuck yeah, y'all. You can follow Matt at wherever since yeah. he's not yeah. here. Matt follow him at, at his girlfriend's birthday. Yeah, follow Matt hey. at my girlfriend's birthday is more important than a podcast we started like a shout month out, ago. Shout out, Matt. Good on you for being a good dude. And Thanks also for your spot, Matt. His girlfriend, Katie, for, She's rad. for purchasing First time I met her, she was wearing a John Cena tickets. shirt. Shout out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, honestly, good dude. Yeah. Um, also, we got second place at Wrestling Trivia, which was... Who uh, beat you? 
They, the questions weren't very good. They were Simpsons questions. Also, like I think we're gonna have to talk about this more. Like, next, at, we'll talk at, about it next at time. At length, when when we don't have SummerSlam and everything to preview, but there was some bunk shit that happened at that trivia. That'll be. But shout out Lucha Live talking. guy. Really yeah, nice. that guy was real nice. Awesome. Um, yeah. Another guy, not so much. It was a good time. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I wasn't there. Thank you. But yeah. So much. Like, rate, and subscribe. Rate, um, review, subscribe. Whatever. Thank you all for checking us out. We really appreciate it. Um, this is real fun for me. I'm not gonna speak for everyone else, but I think they have a good time. I have a good time because now, like all this like wrestling that I like watch every fucking week, like I can actually like, get it out of my system. Yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure like people I talk to on the regular, probably mostly Jenna probably really yeah. appreciates that I just can talk for about an hour and a half somewhere else instead of trying to talk to her about 205 Live. Yeah. <laughs> Anya is also very appreciative of it, so mm-hmm. I think that's pretty universal. Yeah. Is it the universal universal title? <laughs> I'm, I'm right here, man. I know. Yeah, uh, thanks for checking us out. Um, WrestleBoys316 says... Nazi I am the one where shit. No. Nazi punks fuck off. It's pretty good. Great yeah. that one. Good job, Oster. Fuck Nazis. Go,